G'day, and welcome to this podcast, part of the Power of Storage podcast series from Dell Technologies, where we will take 10 minutes to explain the value of our storage platforms. I'm Ian Breitner, and today I have Alexander LeMay, Product Management Consultant, with me, and we will be discussing the Dell Technologies Container Storage Interface, or CSI. Welcome, Alex. Glad to be here. Hi, Ian. Let's start with some basics. What are CSI drivers? Kubernetes has been very popular for a few years now, providing persistent storage. Those, those containers have been complicated for, for a long time until maybe late uh, 2018, where a final specification for CSI, the container storage interface, have been reaching a market for the final spec. So you, you install a, a CSI driver on your Kubernetes clusters, and suddenly you have storage class that you can request when you install your application. And and um, your pods or your containers. It's just a simple YAML configuration that you specify and you assign a storage class. Those external storage are automatically configured and, and ready to be consumed by your application. So it's a, this is what CSI is. Great. So CSI drivers are for Kubernetes deployments, but why would customers care about CSI drivers? Yeah, good question. Well, it's all about uh, simplicity and the developers are uh, creating everyday containers to, to develop and to test and also when, when it's G code is uh, in production. So they have to be autonomous to uh, self-assign storage capacity when they request container creation. So all of this have to be automatic. You don't want to call your storage admin like in the whole days and request some capacity. No, it's, it really have to be part of the container creation, right? Also, backups are a much, much easier when you have CSI. You can actually request storage and specify a class of service which have automatic backup and schedules assigned to this. And those backups are happening outside of Kubernetes. So it could be happening directly on the array for our application or elsewhere. It's just uh, very simple. And one last thing, which is uh, really great, is that you simplify the data mobility story, right? With CSI, for the first time, you can have containers moving between nodes. Or let's say you have these containers assigned to an external storage. You can just remove this and restore this on another nodes, and that storage will automatically attached. It's not on the host, it's external and it's something you, you can just attach to containers. So it's very, very uh, simple. Also, when you delete application, you can have those remote storage automatically relieved, right? Uh, deleted if you want, or it's, it's fully automated. Excellent. So let's understand a little bit more about what Kubernetes does do for storage. Well, it's serve service for developers is the main objective. So without CSI, your container storage is always on the host. So if you have some disruption on that host, you're going to lose your storage on the containers. It's really just, if you don't have CSI, it's going to be just a, a small folder on the host. And that container is, is like an app running on the host. It's, it's really uh, not hard enough. So it's as soon as you have CSI, it becomes a lot better. Okay, this sounds like a bit of a problem that I lose my storage container as a result of a disruption. But doesn't that imply I could also lose my storage when my application is stopped? Is that addressed in some fashion? Well, CSI is about persistent storage. So it's not on the host, really. It's really outside of the host. It's going to be on that storage array that you trust. It can be a file system which get created as for a specific container. 
and it's going to be strictly uh, configured and secure to be accessed by only that container. So it's rock solid, it's outside. You stop or delete that application, you can start it again on another cluster or on the same cluster on another node. And that same storage is going to be automatically assigned. Today, 2021, and even last year, it's not, this is where Kubernetes is going, but the applications are now distributed on many containers. This is cloud native application. It's multiple containers, which together form a big, a big application. So it's, it's really important that for some type of application to have the storage persist. So maybe you just have a small front end and losing storage is not no big deal. But if it's a database, let's say that application is a database and it's using three containers, each of them have their own persistent storage and they form together a database cluster. You you really want that storage to, to be there when, when your container is going down and coming back, very important. A few years ago, it was just, it was not solid enough for a database a kind of application, which really are fully dependent on, on the storage. But now with CSI, it's really rock solid, persistent storage, external, simplified backup and everything. Great. So thank you for that. Let's turn our attention to VMware Tanzu. How does Tanzu handle storage? For Tanzu is making this very simple for block storage. They do this perfectly. <laughs> it, as soon that you enable Tanzu, you have the block storage that you have from your data stores automatically accessible to your containers. So you have one storage class for the data store that that you want accessible to Kubernetes application. And it's really simple. Block storage is very well-known type of storage for vSphere since decades. But now about file storage. Well, vSphere never had the need for file storage before. Forever, it just needed block storage. So this is something you have to manually enable on your Tanzu. And this is where our CSI drivers fit perfectly with Tanzu. You don't for block storage, Tends to do this automatically, but for file storage, like let's suppose scale Eisenhower, you you won't be able to automatically have file system created automatically and assigned securely to a specific containers. This is file storage. So to make this happen, you just install that small CSI drivers on your Tenzu cluster. And automatically, that remote power scale storage array is accessible for new Kubernetes application that you install. You just specify that power scale class of service, and you deploy an application, and it's going to be automatically connected to a, a secure file share on that power scale. That easy. Hey, by the way, Jan, uh, do you know that our uh, CSI drivers are going to be in the VMware marketplace in a few days? So it's really going to be easy for the customers to just go in the marketplace. They're going to see our certified CSI drivers for Tenzu and just click to install uh, very simply the CSI drivers. So it's coming like in a few days. That's absolutely excellent. There's a number of things that our customers can get from the VMware marketplace, and it's great to hear that they can now get the Dell Technologies CSI drivers directly from the marketplace. It makes it really easy for customers to start to consume Tanzu with our file level storage. But let's talk about what value customers will actually derive from the Dell Technologies CSI driver. Let's say your application that you wrote for your company is, is running on multiple containers and those containers need to reach the same storage to they need to you need to have multiple containers reaching the same file system. This is not possible using block storage. 
And that's why the uh, CSI drivers for uh, power scale is, is the most popular CSI driver on our side. It's really because what we see from customers is distributed applications running on multiple containers and working on the same file system. Could be machine learning, could be a, a read write access to a very large file system. For any reason, as soon as you need multiple read write access to a same storage, this is file and this is where that, that CSI driver is really helping. Great. Thanks for the explanations and Thank you for joining me and our listeners. This podcast is part of the Power of Storage podcast series from Dell Technologies. You can check out the rest of the Power of Storage podcast series or our related data protection podcasts on Power to Protect, both available on your favorite podcast platform. We hope you found this informative and we would love to get feedback on this podcast and the series. Also, Let us know if there are specific subjects you would like to have us cover in future podcasts and thanks for listening.